Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Susie Lysett, Content Executive at Goodlord. In today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at the impact of COVID-19 on the sales and lettings industry in Wales, uh, looking at some market trends, uh, some legislation, as well as how one agency in particular has adapted its own approach a bit during the pandemic. So to help me, I'm joined by Ricky Purdy, Director of Lettings at Dawson's, which is an estate agency based in Swansea in South Wales. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Ricky. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having us, uh, Susie. It's very, uh, very kind to be invited and uh, yeah, look forward to, uh, to our conversations. Fantastic. Well, um, Ricky, I know that I've had the pleasure of speaking with you before. Uh, last year, in fact, we, we put together a blog uh, for the Good Lord site. And for the sake of those uh, listening who haven't had the chance to read it, uh, perhaps if you could just uh, tell us a bit about yourself and, and Dawson's uh, as an agency. Yeah, so um, I'm sort of, as, as you've said earlier, uh, uh, Susie, uh, the director of lettings here at Dawson's, and, and have been for, for a number of years now. Um, we're a we're a fairly sizable agency in South Wales. We cover all aspects or all areas of Swansea from east through to west, and we go west of Swansea as well into sort of southwest Wales, Llanelli, Burryport, and uh, a little further into the the areas more known for holiday let or, or shorter term tenancies. Um, so we, we we've got a five office network of of rental branches that link up well with our eight offices um, that are purely sales related. And as a result of that, yeah, you know, we can offer some some, some really good services. We've got a very good understanding of the knowledge and, and local market, um, you know, for the benefit of our tenants and, of course, landlords. So, um, yeah, we've got a good portfolio. Um, like I say, we're a, we're a, we're a recognised brand which does um, have its advantages. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a big help in the last 12 months um, with many more positives than, than there's been negatives, fortunately. No, well, that's that's good to hear <laughs> that you've uh, you've seen more of the positives than the negatives in that. Um, perhaps touching on that, then perhaps just to jump straight in. Uh, obviously, COVID nineteen has had quite a strong impact on uh, how many industries, not least in in lettings and sales. How have you seen uh, COVID nineteen affect the way that you or your agency ha- has worked in the past uh, tw- past year, really, past uh, twelve months? Well, it's. I mean, it was. I think it's safe to say that nobody nobody saw it coming to the extent it. It has been with us the length of time and the impact it had. So I think with most industries, you know, with a lot of the companies that I sort of speak to and, and have, you know, friendships with and, and a lot of respect for as companies in the industry, the assumption was it was a shorter period you know, at the start of, of, of COVID back in, in spring of last year. And we were we were reactive. You know, I don't think I'd be telling the truth if I said we weren't, you know, thinking it would be with us for a shorter period. We were sort of working through the weeks and, and fortnights and, and months at, uh, of March and April and, and thinking there would be light at the end of the tunnel sooner. You know, we we understood quickly that that wasn't going to be the case then, you know, to be fair as, as, as a company. And we became very more proactive and very... Um, you know, we'll be pre- preemptive of, of scenarios, looking at how we could adapt for the longer run. <clears throat> Again, not thinking it would take us until spring and the summer of 2021, but for the rest of last year, nonetheless. So we have adapted in, in lots of ways. Um, you know, we've we've definitely become more efficient in, in in the processes, the internal sort of structures that we have between the administration side of our, our, our company and department, you know, the front of office, our showrooms or what was a lack of showroom and, and the service, the offering to clients, both the current clients, you know, the important sort of database that we have, our, our, our portfolios, our individual landlords and our professional landlords, as well as those new to market or looking to come to market. And of course, new tenants that, that find themselves in a really, really tough time as well. So, 
Um, striking a balance w- w- was important. We recognised that quickly. And we've adapted to maintaining a personability, which you know people always wanted in any walk of life and in any industry. But you know that became more more apt, you know, through COVID because things were automated, were virtual and, and done at a distance. So we recognized quickly that, you know, our clients especially wanted that personability, but also the convenience and the sort of the, the ease of, of a virtual offerings at the same time. So picking up on that quickly and looking to adapt it as, as best we could at that stage and then enhance it um, rather than just find a quick fix and run with it. That was important for us. So that was one of the big, big points to adapt communication, how we communicate with, with ourselves across our branch network, how we distribute work, um, how we distribute sort of elements of a person's task, working from home versus working in an office. That was was key. And we are now better off for the structures we put in place then that we are now choosing to maintain rather than reverting back to what was the case pre-COVID, which at the time was correct. But, you know, now we appreciate um, is done differently and we're better for it. And then the, the normal things that lots of people do, some people do better than others. Um, there are a lot of companies and a lot of offerings that we try to emulate and, and, and work toward. But the online offering, you know, the virtual element for our current landlords for for, for, for maintaining and, and retention of stock at a worrying time for them. And, you know, the convenience of tenants. So, you know, through certain platforms and software that we've now affiliated with, the online journey, you know, from that initial inquiry through a portal, Susie's right through to the collection of a key um, can be done at ease from the comfort of an armchair, you know, and um, and that is how we're moving forward. We want to adapt that process to make it an even smoother, efficient tool. Um, even though the option of physicalities are back, people can be once again, people could choose to do things in, in, in person. So we've adapted well, uh, I'd like to think, but, you know, we are also understanding that, you know, everything can improve and we mustn't rest on laurels and we've got to keep moving forward, progressing probably as much as we did in the last 12 months, which would have taken us a number of years, you know, if it wasn't for COVID in a, in a positive. That that all seems to make sense. And it very much seems that you've, you've managed to to jump on uh, the, the idea of building up efficiencies during this time. Would you say that uh, those efficiencies and sort of being able to move to more of a virtual uh, environment is one of the big opportunities that you've managed to grasp uh, or the biggest opportunity yeah. that you've managed yeah. to take mm-hmm. on? Uh, yes, I think that's a, it's, it's a large um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it covers many aspects, virtual or, or, or the online element. But, you know, from a from a tenant's perspective or, 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 or prospective tenant's perspective, a full online offering, which is seamless and smooth and, and very efficient. Um, you know, we understand everybody wants things done yesterday at the touch of a button. So, you know, for a tenant to comfortably decide upon a property that they want to commit to for a period of six or 12 or 18, 24 months without physically seeing it is a big ask, you know, and that's something that people have had to become used to. So so the offering of that being uh, done um, conveniently, easily and and informed is, is very important. And we have got better at that over the 12 months of, of, of COVID. And, you know, we, we're in a, in a strong place to build on that. So the online offering, you know, the sort of information that we provide to give tenants the insights that they needed to make that sort of, you know, informed decision um, from 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 afar, effectively, um, and responsibility as well. You know, I think that's another key thing for us. Is you know, we focus on the virtual or the online offerings for for new clients, for new business. You know, but what's core, very important to us, and you know, sort of a mantra of ours, is our current client base. You know, they are 
first and foremost and always will be. So our landlords and tenants are of equal importance. So having their offerings, their their, their communication, their reassurance at a very difficult time for them, that all is well. So giving responsibility to tenants to sort of interact on a sort of on a virtual basis, you know, in the, the, the replacement or the lack of property visits or or inspections or end of tenancies, you know, in, in the normal sense, um, giving tenants, you know, the opportunity to involve themselves um, to sort of preempt the smooth ending of a tenancy or the return of, of a deposit um, you know that is something that we we done through necessity but now we're keeping through choice because it's working well and it's well received Our tenants appreciate it landlords do reduces time frames voids um, you know sort of funds being with us as opposed to a tenant that you know rightly should have them back so um, so yes the online offering in, in all aspects is 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 just with us is with us now isn't it you know moving forward and we just need to become better and adapt even more that's that's all very true, um, but with with uh, talking about this idea of perhaps moving, creating a fully streamlined online process and so on, what would you therefore see is the role of actual physical branches and and uh, that sort of physical space for the for the future? Do you think that those are going to continue to be necessary? It's a very good question. Um, I think it's probably a mixture of answers there, depending on, on, on where you are geographically. You know what your your brand has meant and and how you've placed yourself in the market locally or regionally at least you know we've got branches on all of our our high streets and as we know the high streets are are a changing a changing environment more so in the last 12 months than, than ever before the personability you know the the reasons and the conveniences for a branch location you know was was as much for a landlord as it was a tenant you know through lots of research and, and questionnaires and, and surveys that we took part in through a number of you know really recognized industry Poles and brands, you know, taught us that landlords like the convenience of their tenants being able to pop into their agent and have a problem dealt with as much as they wanted to pop in themselves. So maybe that was why, you know, a lot of our, our offices are placed where they're placed. And if we had our time again, would that be different? It might well be. So we need to adapt the, the office um the reason for an office being where it's based and the people at the office being there for the reason they are. So maybe, you know, we move over the years towards hubs for want of a better phrase more so than sort of working offices and have a centralized administration um sort of property management sort of department which we personally and always have kept centralized to an extent for the sort of convenience and the efficiency that we can then put back to our clients but also within each of our branches so we are personable you know our property managers our property inspectors our administration teams as much as our front office and our accounts departments within reason you know know our tenants and our landlords on a first term basis first name basis sorry so so that is definitely uh, important for our clients and you know we know that they valued that more in the last 12 months than ever before because it isn't an offer and has been you know not the norm so Will our offices change location-wise? Um, I would say not for the foreseeable. How we utilise, who we put into each of our branches, will that change? I think that already has, Susie, and will continue to in, uh, in maybe organic terms over the you know the next one or two years. And obviously, just to perhaps uh, wrap up the topic, I mean, with regards to uh, remote working, as well as obviously the virtual side for your customers, for your tenants, landlords, and so on, creating that streamlined journey, has, would you say that remote working is something that you'll continue doing within your business? Have you found that that's been a particularly efficient way of working for you all? Yes, I think it was a surprise, uh, if I'm honest, and I, and I, I would... I would imagine lots of companies had the same outlook to start with. You know, the, the initial weeks, you know, back in spring of, of, of last year was was a steep learning curve. You know, we were, we were very competent in branch, but realised we didn't have the, the the technology and the sort of the foresight to put ourselves in, in effectively 40, 
50 different locations with all staff working at home in, in that regard. So um, that was um, something that we had to adapt to and adapt to quickly. Moving forward, or as we have found ourselves in the last four, five or six months, Yes, we don't want to get back to old ways because that's how they were, you know, and that's how our tradition has been. We also want to strike the balance of of a work life balance for the for you know for our staff and ourselves. So you know the change of scenery. We are all a little more efficient when we're in a group environment to talk and share ideas. You know, with all of the precautions, guidance, and social distance in place and whatnot. But fundamentally, being in the in in, in a location is has its advantages. I think we will move forward or continue moving forward with a balance of of being able to work from home and or at an office as opposed to one or the other. Again, it depends on the role, the nature of our business. We're very personable. It's a face-to-face environment for for showroom staff, you know, in, in interacting with landlords, current and future, tenants, current and future. But we will definitely have more of a, a working at home option, flexible offerings around school times, summer holidays, um, half term breaks, you know, if there are parents and, and, and children, you know, taken into account or, 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 or thought of as much as um, we are as efficient at home in, in, in a lot of regard as we would be in an office. So each office or each branch, each company will do things slightly differently. But we, we have that now that we didn't before. And will it Will we, will we bring it to an end? No, we won't. We'll just continue to adapt as we become used to what the new norm will be at the tail end of this year, probably, and set ourselves up really well for, for 2022. It sounds relatively similar to what we're planning uh, here at Good Lord. We're going to be aiming to go for a bit more of a hybrid uh, <laughs> hybrid setup going into the future. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear. It sounds quite similar to what you'll perhaps be aiming to do as well. I think, it's um, thing, isn't it? I think you know, like, you know, a lot of staff that, you know, have the... The option or the opportunity to do that um that maybe wasn't the case previously or didn't come up as a topic or or, or thought that's a really really appreciated you know and it's nice to be able to sort of you know make our our staff they're valued they're very important you know they're very loyal and we've got a huge you know so we've got a really really good um, retention sort of rate so being able to give the staff you know more of what works for them you know in their interest as much as it having no negative effect on the businesses it's a nice position to be in so um so yeah, more of that is, is is on the cards, I would imagine. Exactly, it's all about flexibility and uh, that side of things. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, and perhaps as well now, looking a little bit more uh, at the at the market at large, um, what what trends really have you seen over the past uh, you know twelve months? Again, it's I'm assuming sort of a bit up and down. You know, supply and demand, um, different yeah. changes in that as we pass in and out of lockdown. Mm-hmm. How, how what what trends have you seen in that area? Well, I mean, an ongoing trend or a running theme, as as you've rightly touched on there, Susie, is supply and demand. You know, there there isn't enough property to service the sort of, you know, the need for for accommodation. Um, So everything becoming a much faster paced process or or, or sort of assumed uh, process. That is that's a a trend that's just heightened as each month has passed in in recent times. So um, a faster paced process is is one trend that I don't think we will revert back to or from. Um, We are seeing a trend more recently that if the right offering is there, the right process is the right insights to a property um, are available to a prospective tenant then then they're still happy to do things virtually or remotely at a distance rather than go back to a trend of physical viewings as an example now because you know it's an allowed activity or has been for some time but so a, a recent trend is providing the right information would allow tenants to comfortably make a decision without any physical activities and that's a trend that you know we're trying to work toward and maintain in the interest of prospective tenants convenience and ease of securing a property around a busy working life as well as it being a time 
time effect development for ourselves. So that's a trend we are anticipating will continue if an agency, as in this instance, is able to offer, you know, something to, to, to a prospective client that is comfortable to make a decision on it. A trend of recent uh, is, is the understanding, you know, tenants of, of, of a greater understanding now of, of the need for patience to sort of, you know, to wait for that right property rather than maybe make any sort of snap decisions. Uh, you know, the, the quality of a prospective tenant for landlords to sort of have for their property or, or to choose between in, in some instances is definitely heightened. Um, tenants, you know, th- through the likes of yourselves and how we interact with the platform of, of, of structure and a tenant and a tenancy um, is is far better which is which can only be a good thing you know that the, the preparation pre-qualifying the information the tenants are now prepared to to share or discuss at an earlier stage than they ever have is what they know will give them the edge or will ensure they find something that they just will miss out on if they don't so efficiency approachability you know sort of open to sort of you know conversations or questions about putting information together now which we will need at a later date not far afield or not far off is is definitely a trend that again we really hope continues and we're going to do all that we can to continue that because that is great for the tenant reassuring from a landlord's point of view that has very quick interest from a quality caliber tenant of a reduced void which is of course you know win-win all around trends in property types um the, the physical element of things the quality of property is 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 much more of a of a need or a requirement you know from tenants than it's been before a space you know again it's maybe the old cliche that you know everybody is spending more time at home and, and appreciates you know that they would put more time and money into having a larger property with maybe more outside space than putting you know money into rent that would appeal or, or, or offer something different in a property that could be smaller with a, a more sort of modern outlook for example and, and again things which are a common thread really you know pets is a conversation that we have far more now than we've ever had before people introducing asking if they can introduce a pet into their tenanted home in, in in lockdown or start the journey with a tenant that is more relevant than it's been before um broadband you know network coverage all of the things which were a topic for maybe a, a certain demographic of tenant um is now relevant to the majority it's a topic and a conversation that comes up earlier in the journey than it has before knowing that there is more work from home or time spent at home for lots of different and obvious reasons so those trends are some big, some small, some that we hope to continue, some that we are sort of enticing continues. Um, but yeah, those are probably the more noticeable at the moment um, from, from, a, from a perspective tenant's point of view and from a property's perspective. Trends from a landlord, a client's sort of point of view, they are understanding that the market is busy, that the ball is almost in their court. So they're expecting their, their turnaround to be quick. They are, you know, sort of, you know, assuming their voids would be at a, at a minimum, if not, zero increased length of tenancies as you know that's become clearly apparent as as we know through you know through looking at renewals and all that goes along with tenancies via the platform and and, and good lord so expectations of a length of time at a property is 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 at its at its highest and 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 that's i think a national and a sort of uh, an industry sort of norm not just ourselves um, fixed term tenancy renewals you know that is a trend that is now more apparent than it was previously you know that's increased by a number of percent or noticeable sort of increase you know new six nine twelve month tenancies over a rolling tenancy or, or a periodic term asking prices again probably stating the obvious but you know that's a given you know that the increase in, in prices is up five 
six, seven, eight percent across the board, 10, 11, 12 percent in some instances. And and that's become almost an expectation for some landlords, you know, that are savvy enough now to do their own research if they're professional or if they're looking to become a landlord. It's easy enough to do a little bit of groundwork before you engage with an agent. Um, so those are trends from maybe a tenant and a landlord and a, a physical aspect, if, if that answers your question. That's, that's probably where we find ourselves. This is interesting that you bring it down to a question of choice and particularly that landlords and agents obviously have a bit more choice. They can look at different tenants and see who's perhaps best for the property and obviously tenants themselves are perhaps being a bit more uh, picky in, in terms of what they're looking for. It is interesting to see how these things have changed over the past uh, 12 months. I would just, you know, when you're in, in, in the, or on the topic of choice, you know, that's from an agency's point of view, that's very important as well. You know, landlords have the choice to engage with an agent number of agents, you know, choose between agents or even look to self-manage. So, you know, the the role of an agent, I think, has become more apparent and, and is more relevant now than it's been in recent years. Uh, you know, to rely on an agent that's engaged and interactive and forward thinking, you know, here for the landlord to provide information, to reassure as much as doing that for the tenant at the same time, of course. So, you know, choosing um, this isn't a pitch for, you know, for agents or, or a pitch for ourselves. This is just, I think, stating a fact, Susie, that, you know, landlords have, have the benefits or they are have a relationship with a very active agent that is up to speed with what needs to be because it's an ever-changing, you know, legislative sort of market that we're in at the moment. Um, that is worth its weight in gold, you know, because if things did go a little awry, then, you know, that's a time-consuming and a costly exercise. So engaging and having the choice of an agent, putting ourselves as an agent, to the public that could become a landlord or look to, to change agent from agent to agent, um, that, you know, we are there for those purposes, not just now, always have been, but we'll continue to in, in future years. A lot of changes from a legal point of view in, in Wales from, from 2022 onwards. So we just need to make sure that, you know, that, that the market knows that in our area, in our region, so that we are giving information to landlords in general, no ulterior motive, but also, of course, making sure that our landlords are, are serviced first and foremost. And, you know, and if we can gain from that in terms of landlords deciding to use our services for those important reasons then that would be a you know that that that's that's great but uh, but yeah a choice of agent or self-managing with mandatory licensing and registration in wales already for landlords is key um and that's that's not going away yeah, it's true. It is important to all of these different things that agents can help landlords with. And I do think, especially with the legislative landscape at the moment, they, I think agents are perhaps becoming even increasingly important to help support landlords in that respect. Obviously, you know, as it, as it has been the case across Great Britain and the United Kingdom at large, and there has been a lot of change, <laughs> legislative change uh, over the past, uh, over the past year or so. Um, what, what would you sort of, uh, pick out in your mind as the main pieces of legislation perhaps particularly particular to Wales um, that's uh, that's had the, the greatest impact really for you as an agent and for landlords and tenants in general I suppose where do you start really it's a very big um, question I, yeah, I appreciate that that's a, that's a sort of a, that's a sort of yeah, open question um, I think first uncertainty um, mixed mixed messages, mixed signals, and and variations across the UK. That's an issue, you know. F- of course, we focus on Wales uh, here, and you know, we make sure we do what we need to do there, and we reassure, reassure our landlords accordingly. We have so many landlords. We've got a very large client base and portfolio. I would I would like to think so. We've got a lot of clients that are across the world, definitely across the UK. The majority of those landlords, they're professional. They're sort of in this as a, 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 a you know. Um, with, with larger portfolios that cross boundaries or, you know, cross into to England and over into to Scotland as well. So they're having to accommodate 
three sets of rules and regulations because they are so different. So that uncertainty for, for clients that are picking up changes on a national level, you know, naturally coming from from some central government f- filtering down through, you know, through Wales and, and, and the assembly here in Wales. So that is a, that's an ongoing sort of reassurance that we need to provide our clients. So that's that's one thing. The fact that the changes are temporary um, and have changed on a number of times just on a regional level, that's that's been a little complicated for, for, for you know for people to get familiar with and you know the notice periods going from two months to three months to six months with an end line which then got extended extended slightly differently in wales as it as it did in england so the, you know the, the the rules and regulations and legislation were relatively similar but the timelines were different um that is us taking some getting used to uh, and processes in general um you know looking at you know sort of vacant possession you know looking at sort of you know notices being you know, such a long period now, um, you know, how people can can get vacant possession, how people, or I should say, how, how landlords can cater for the likes of rent arrears or needing the property back for no reason other than its own use or possibly, you know, for, for a property to be sold. So mixed signals, m- mixed legislation, you know, there being different requirements at, at different stages of, of, of or through COVID, um, depending on where you are in the UK. Um so I think the biggest thing to get used to for clients has been the notice period of six months um, has been, you know, how we process and cater for, you know, tenants that are, are in arrears or possibly looking, you know, toward arrears for unfortunate circumstances and, and, and all that's come our way as a result of COVID. Those are the, the sort of the biggest worries from a client's point of view and, and will probably have the, the longest effect on clients that are maybe, you know, reluctant, you know, accidental in terms of their initial sort of standing as a landlord or, or what they were hoping to do for, you know, the, the next one or two years, possibly. As you say, there there is obviously, it's moving across the different borders and so on, uh, having clients which are in the different, some of the different uh, uh, regions across the UK with the different legislation, it must be quite difficult to keep on top of all of that. But I do find it interesting that a lot of the legislation across the different countries has, has remained fairly similar. It's, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, six month notice periods and so on, perhaps with different deadlines uh, and extensions. But one piece of uh, legislation or perhaps tenant support was the Tenancy Saver Loan Scheme, uh, which obviously I think they introduced something similar in Scotland as well but it was uh, quite obvious that they they hadn't introduced that in in england specifically yeah. i just wondered how you felt that that worked as a scheme how it supported tenants whether it did help within you know landlords and agents and so yeah. on as well within yeah. the industry yeah i think it's um yes it i mean it's, it's great that we you know we had that we had that from a relatively early stage in wales which you know wasn't replicated in in, in scotland and, and, and hasn't been in in england yes uh it, it's it has made a difference. It's it's a safety net. It's a reassuring element, you know, for for t- tenants that aren't needing it at the moment or haven't needed it since it's since it's been in place. But know that you know when things or if things change, you know, unexpectedly, it's there as a safety net. Um, you know, so it, it's it's a reassuring element for people that know it's there in case there's a need for clients for tenants that have had to utilize it. Um, unfortunately, there's not been a great deal. For, you know, for, for, for reasons that I'd like to think, you know, we're involved in communication, reassuring, speaking to tenants and landlords has kept that to a minimum, um, which, you know, which, which is great from a, from a, from our client's perspective. But the clients that have used it, both tenants and landlords, it is very simple. It has been very user friendly. You know, there isn't any hidden agenda. It's usually there isn't. It is almost seemingly you know too easy an option to deal with you know what is a big problem for tenants and landlords and a huge concern and worry you know it's it's their biggest you know outgoing it is you know a worry over the safety of of their home 
um, which is, you know, possibly thought of at risk if, if if rent isn't paid. So it is very convenient. It has been utilised. And when it has, it's been very user friendly, very well received by the landlords, very easy for us to administrate from a um, from a department, from a company, from an administration uh, and an accounting perspective. And yes, that being extended to later on in the year, we know, can only be a good thing, you know, as as maybe furlough comes to an end later in the year, you know, in conjunction with the, the tenancy saver loan still being in place. I, I have unfortunately no doubt that some more tenants will utilise it. But yes, it is, it is there. And I think it's it's served its purpose well. And I, I, I fear that possibly quite a lot of tenants, not us, you know, in this instance, but people in the industry don't know enough about it or know it's there as an option, which is a shame for, you know, for those clients dealing with, with, with private landlords or less informative agents that just haven't been made aware. So, you know, it's, um, it's there and it, 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 it's a good option, which is, um, which is, which is, which is nice for us to have in, in, in Wales. Do you think it's it's one of those interesting ones, which is quite a stark difference between how different uh, nations have chosen to, to to tackle the the difficulties that the pandemic's thrown up? So it, it's uh, it's great to hear that it's obviously working in, in Wales, and it is a it is a good scheme. There. It, two things really there. It's great that it is it's with us and it does work when it's needed. It's great that we haven't needed to use it, uh, you know, on on other than sort of you know a handful of occasions in relative terms, which is which is fantastic from from our client's perspective. You know, I, I think sort of relating to this and, and other legislation and, and changes that we we touched on in a, in a previous question. You know, it's making sure that the, the, the staff are informed and understood and knowledgeable as well. You know, having having them comfortable and confident in questions that they may get asked or points that they can put towards a client in their interest to sort of you know make their lives easier in 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 terms of what's going on at the moment so that's been a really really important recognition that we've had is to make sure that the staff at all levels that are customer facing or interact with a client are as as confident as they would need to be given they're part of a customer journey effectively so you know the likes of a tenancy saver loan when it's used, what the criteria, eligibility, you know, the ease of use once it's put into place, the extension of that tenancy saver loan, likewise through the extension of notice periods and and and, and court timings and uh, and sort of the, the, the process in vacant possession, you know, that's reassuring for for the guys to be confident that they know that they can they can answer a question or or hold their own in a conversation, you know, and that's what we need to maintain because. You know, things will change gradually in terms of legislation and, and requirements through, through the remainder of the year. So it's um, that's uh, that's 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 important, I think, for for, for everybody to um, to do. Of course, it makes sense to make sure that everybody's uh, looped in, everybody has all the same information, the right information. Uh, just uh, touching on another aspect of the legislative or the future of legislation within Wales, obviously this the six-month notice period has almost been a bit of a test run for uh, for the uh, renting homes uh, bill in Wales, or at least the amendment which will come into effect sort of yeah. next year. What do you think, how do you think that that will impact the industry? How, how successful do you think that the test run has perhaps been uh, so far? We were touching on this, you know, earlier on. I think it's it is a test run in, in as much as the reference to notice periods, the six month, you know, sort of element of that versus the current two month. Um, I think it it's as a, as test runs go, you know, ideally it would have been with a positive sort of you know spin and, and sort of a trial sort of you know implementation or or teaser to, to what life will be like in Wales from a landlord and tenants perspective next year you know the reason for it is 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 for unfortunate circumstances and you know those landlords have had to fall upon and utilize that six month notice period or how section 21s and section 8s now now run um, are for reasons that they would rather not have in the first place so in, in that regard it's it's probably painted a picture of how things work when they 
don't work well versus you know the benefits of the reasons this you know this bill is is with us and, and will change next year so again it's down to you know interaction insight knowledge um, the agent again and going back to that because i think it is it is a relevant topic you know so how we can engage with our, our our landlords and our prospective landlords that there are reasons for it that you know it's a change not for the sake of change it's a change for the better might not seem that way to start with but let's share the sort of insights and sort of you know and uh, and educate within reason, you know, the benefits of it. And I, and I think people will see that it, it, it will be a good thing. And, um, that's how it needs to be. So it's not going away. It's in place, you know, next year, you know, the, 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 the what we know as section 21s and section 8s won't be with us any longer. There will be versions of those. Um, and two months will, will be no more. It's, it's, it's a six month notice period, you know, and that is how it is going to be. So setting yourself up well as a landlord with an agent, without an agent, looking at the sort of, you know, the sort of need for a very structured tenancy, a very suited tenant, the processes involved in platforms such as yourselves, the offerings of rent protections and insurances. You know, if you if you, you, you set yourself up well, then it is it is a good thing. It is um, it's reassuring and it's it gives confidence to tenants that you know that they've got a little bit more stability. Um, you know, when things work well, um, they work well. So as testers go back to the question, um, it, it, not ideal um, because it's highlighted the sort of the downsides when things go wrong rather than the positives when they don't, which is of course the vast majority of time. But yeah, it's given me as a as an individual and us as a as, as a department and as a company, you know, an insight of how we need to place ourselves next year, line ourselves up, engage with our clients more so on certain topics than than has been the need to in the past, so that we're all forearmed, ready and, and prepared for, you know, what will be the new the new norm as it were in Wales and I think probably shortly followed in England. Um if you know if you take into account, you know, speeches and sort of um and, and sort of um insights that came 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 about yesterday. Exactly. We're all uh, keeping an eye on when the briefing notes and so on come out and uh, yeah, get a bit more so. details we're, about we're them. We're going to find and let's hope for no more changes because we've, <laughs> we've got enough to do with as it stands. Exactly. Um, well, perhaps just to just to wrap up on on our conversation about uh, this. I mean, obviously, then um, in Wales there are, as in the other nations, quite a lot of changes going on. Um, how do you think that the lettings industry in Wales will change within the next decade? Whether it's through legislation, sort of the branch idea, things like that. How? Do, what do you see? the future being um i think it's i, I think that the, the core will remain the same um you know there is always going to be a need for you know for rental accommodation um depending on sort of locations geography you know the the, the sort of the, the nature of your your location so you know we're becoming an ever increasing and a larger university city as an example where where we're structured you know so we've got a two and a five year timeline of how that will have an impact on it um, i think the volume of landlords you know may well reduce but the landlords that are in market will increase their offerings or their portfolio sizes i think they will become a greater percentage of professional landlords in the market than there has been previously because the opportunities are there for them with the right insight and relationship with with an agent or, or self-managing processes standards will increase Susie I think that's safe to say you know we've got red smart Wales you know we've the purposes behind that is to increase the standard of landlord of property and of agent and by default you know we, we get a good caliber of tenant that sort of you know is attracted to that combination so I think the standard of agent the standard of property the standard of landlord will increase which is fantastic and you know what, what we would all hope for and i think you know the, the the process will become more efficient continue to be sort of you know sort of more engaging more sort of insightful will 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 continue to be more virtual or, or, or more online as opposed to sort of the physical elements and maybe those you know those agencies that 
can embrace both the change but keep that personable personability of physicality. So if there is a need, if you have a branch location and being there for the right purpose at the right time, not for the purpose of being in situ, um, I, I think it's 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 an exciting time. Lots of changes next year that we've prepared for, but I've been put down, you know, a year a year behind because of because of because of COVID. So you know, we're really looking forward to it. We, we, we've got a positive outlook. You know, we're, we're well placed as as an agent in the city because of the university development. So from a from a personal company's perspective, it'll be a you know a, an interesting you know two or three years that will set us up well for for years thereafter. Hopefully. That's a good uh, roundup and a good vision of the future, I would say. <laughs> well, thank you ever so much, Ricky, for, for taking the time to have a chat with me today. I've uh, really appreciated our, our talk. Um, I think that the key things to take away, really, are that uh, virtual and efficiencies are, are the future, um, but keeping that personable approach and uh, obviously the fact that uh, the agents are perhaps becoming more important for landlords. I think that's great to hear. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're sort of, you know, in, in, in a summary, that, that's probably it, Susie. I think, you know, it is it is more apt to have um, an informed insight into what you need to do as a tenant or a landlord. Um, and the easiest way to, you know, to do that in an ever-changing market of legislation, you know, this year more than most, next year from a Welsh perspective as well, is to engage with an agent. You know, it's it's more efficient, it's more accurate, it's more time-saving. Um, and that, you know, is is exactly why a good agent is um, is a good agent, effectively. So, yeah, it's been, it's been really good to chat with you guys. Thanks for inviting me along and um, look forward to more in the future. Brilliant. Well, thanks again, Ricky. Thanks everyone for listening as well. We'll be back in two weeks' time, but in the meantime, you can get all the latest news, views and data from the lettings industry at goodlord.co forward slash newsagent. We've got plenty of webinars, resources, articles and much more to keep you up to date. Thanks again and see you next time. (laughs) 